Welcome to Being Better Podcast, where we explore the things that make us happier, wiser, and more productive beings. Hi, my name is Julia, and I am your host. Every week, I take a concept, a technique, or a story to learn how it can make us better. I hope that this show can help you become the person you've always wanted to be. So here we go. How's it going? Hello, old friends, and hello, new listeners, and welcome to the Being Better podcast. It is your favorite place where we find ways to become more healthy, more happy, smart, and more compassionate. Welcome to the show. It is lovely to have you here with me. I hope your day is going great so far and that you are taking care of yourself. You know, drink that water, go on that walk get a good laugh. You know the drill. All those things can make the day so much better. So remember to do them. And let's start off this episode with the recommendation of the week segment. So you can learn about something that will make you enjoy the rest of your week more. Or maybe something that might be thought-provoking and that will encourage you to look at the world differently than you always have. Or actually, it can be both of these things. Uh, but anyway, this week I come to you with a new podcast that I have recently discovered. And it is called The Happiness Lab with Dr. Laurie Santos. Laurie is a professor of psychology and head of Silman College at Yale University. And her expertise revolves around human cognition and cognitive biases. And longtime listeners of the show will know that I am deeply interested in our cognitive biases. So it is right up my alley. Um, But anyway, a couple of years ago, Dr. Santos noticed how a lot of her college students were struggling with depression and anxiety and decided to use her background in psychology to help them. Because of the feedback of her students, which was very positive, she realized that there's a huge group of people out there who would benefit from learning about well-being and she reached out to her supervisors at Yale with the idea to start a new course called Psychology and a Good Life. And lo and behold, it became the most popular course in over 300 years and has even been adapted into a free Coursera program that has been taken by over 3.3 million people to date. The program teaches students what the science of psychology says about how to make wiser choices and live a life that's happier and more fulfilling. So a little bit of what we are doing here on this show. And because the class had become so popular, Dr. Santos also started a podcast called The Happiness Lab, where she takes you through the latest scientific research and shares some surprising and also, I would say, inspiring stories that alter the way we think about happiness. So you know that I love me some scientific research regarding our well-being, so the podcast is right up my alley. It's so wholesome and it's a space that's full of insight. So if you are all caught up with the Being Better podcast, go check out the Happiness Lab to listen to that as well. So now with the recommendation out of the way, I'm going to move on to the main part of this show because today I want to talk about the concept of the journey versus the destination. 
because I'm sure you've heard that it's, you know, it's not about the destination. It's about the journey. And as much as I think that there are some scenarios where this rule does not apply, I think most of the time it really is about the journey and quote the friends we made along the way to cite another cliche in here. And I know that what you might be thinking, but I think this is not useless babble about living in the moment or hackneyed advice on enjoying the ride. But only as long as we commit to identifying and defining the meaning contained within the phrase, it's about the journey, not about the destination. But let's start at the beginning and talk about what is the difference between the focus on the destination versus on the journey. And I mean, look, we all have our goals that we really want to accomplish. And some of us are more determined in that and some are less. But I'm sure that you too are on some kind of journey, whether it is to get into a great college or get that dream job or learn how to play the guitar or lose weight or learn a new language. And we all have that mental picture of ourselves at the end of that journey. You know, when we imagine ourselves with a six pack or doing a dope guitar riff, And that mental picture right there is that destination. So when it comes to learning to play the guitar, for example, if you are taking lessons because you want to become a cool dude who plays riffs in front of others, that is a destination mindset. But if you are taking these lessons because you want to play the guitar just for the pleasure of doing that action, that is a journey mindset. But you might be thinking, well, what's wrong with that? What if I'm going to the gym because I want to get a six-pack? I mean, isn't that a nice motivation to have? And I think, sure, if you have a motivation, that's great. But I think the mindset that is based around the journey over the destination is so much healthier. And as an example, I can tell you my own story. So I have recently realized how unsustainable focusing on the destination is, at least for me. It makes me miserable and it leads me to burnout. For example, let's take this podcast. I would be lying if I said that I don't have a certain number or a threshold that I would like to reach when it comes to the growth of the show, even though I am still blown away with the feedback that I've gotten from from the listeners. But I would still like to grow it and I have that certain number that I would like to reach. And I used to focus so much on reaching that. I would check the statistics regularly, like sometimes even daily, and spend a lot of my time thinking about what is the best and the fastest way I can get to that destination I wanted to reach. But that only made me stressed out and that made me actually dread preparing these episodes. I stopped caring about the journey and the pleasure I gained from making these episodes every week. It also made me question my ideas for the episodes because I was afraid that they wouldn't fit within my imagined scenario of getting to that goal, that destination, that number. And that is also something very important to note here. Very often along with that destination focused mindset, we 
also create these scenarios of the steps that we need to take in order to get there. And we become so obsessed with these scenarios that we forget that there is always a different way. I think we start to think that we have to follow these steps that we imagined. And if we don't, then we have failed ourselves and others. And everything we do is rushed because we feel like we need to follow these steps as quickly as possible because we don't want to fall behind. And because of that, we have this patience for others and for ourselves. And therefore, every mistake that we will inevitably make because well this is life and every mistake that we will make will become much more painful than it would otherwise if we just focused on the journey and trusted the process because we become so impatient in reaching that destination in reaching that goal or that number whatever it is whatever the journey is that you are on right now and there's also another thing here I mean, obsessing over some kind of goal and living as if we are only waiting to get to that point makes the present moment so much less enjoyable. Obsessing over the future makes us live in the future and makes us think about that destination, about that mental picture of where we would like to be makes the right now so much less clear. It makes us think about the present moment as if it's not enough, as if something is missing. And until we have that thing that we really want, we are not allowed to be happy. I talked about this phenomenon in the previous episode about happiness and about how sometimes when not much is happening in our life and we are not stimulated by shopping or some kind of vacation or a promotion or some kind of a holiday or a party just when there's not a lot of exciting things happening we can feel like we are not allowed to be happy until we can celebrate something again and be stimulated by something again but the thing with every kind of journey you might be on whether it is your career or learning that new language or just you know with the journey of life the thing is it's not always going to be exciting and eventful actually most of the time it's going to be boring and repetitive i mean take running for example Sure, from time to time you go for a run and you feel great, you are fast, your legs are just going and you feel so light and fast and as if you were a deer. You reach your new personal best and you are just, you feel awesome. However, I would say that 70 to 80% of your training is going to be quite boring you're not gonna notice any progress and a good portion of these are even going to be painful and unenjoyable so it's solely up to you if you can find some enjoyment in that process and stick with training consistently because your determination to get to your goal or to that destination is not going to be enough for you to make that activity, whether it is running or your work or whatever it is, it's not going to be 
enough to make that activity sustainable in the long run. Because the drive of awaiting the destination is simply not enough. And that is one of the reasons why going to the gym because you want to just get a six pack is not going to be a good mindset. You're going to burn out so quickly because you're going to realize, oh, this is actually so much harder than I expected. And it hurts to go to the gym every other day. And I don't want to do that. And that is the problem with the destination mindset. And I know that it, it is hard to get comfortable with the idea that most of the journey is going to be, well, uneventful or boring or painful. But The thing is, if you really want to become good at something, there are actually no shortcuts. I mean, sorry to say that, but it is true. So instead of fighting that, I think we need to get comfortable with that idea that there are no shortcuts and it's truly the 1000-hour rule. If you want to become the master at something, you have to put these hours in. So we need to get comfortable with that idea because if we don't, the process will become just very unenjoyable. I mean, even with this show, trust me, I love making it and it has brought me incredible joy to meet all these incredible people and build also this lovely community of listeners. But I have to say that obsessing over the destination and where the podcast is going to lead me And thinking about my scenario of how to get there has just led me to a point where I started thinking about this show more as something that I have to do instead of what used to be something that I get to do. And when I realized that, when I realized this change from I have to do it instead of I get to do it, I just got really freaked out and I decided that, well, something really really has to change here it is really really not sustainable and also the thing with that destination based mindset i don't know if i i keep calling it that i don't know if i can but basically sometimes even if you have enough of a drive and energy to push through and get to that destination sometimes when you reach that long awaited goal you can find yourself stopping and thinking well now what You just have been pushing and pushing and pushing and sacrificing your health and your relationships to get to that destination. And it's often not even as satisfying as you thought it would be. And sometimes you can be disappointed because you just build up this destination in your head so much. But let's now talk about the journey, the journey mindset and appreciating each step of that process because I think when it comes to life it's all about doing it's about taking action I mean lots of people want to be the noun without doing the verb they want the job title without doing the work they want to be an artist without painting they want to be an athlete without training they want to be a cook without actually you know cutting through these thousands and thousands of onions but we have to let go of the thing that we are trying to be we have to let go of wanting to be the noun and focus on actually doing the work that we need to be doing and and focus on the verb because the point is we have to do 
or more to the language of this episode, we have to take the journey. The point is not about being successful or being an artist or being an actor or being famous. It's about putting in the work. It's about playing and discovering and falling in love with the process. And should you set goals? Of course, goals are great and you should set goals, but goals should not be destinations. I think goals are supposed to be guideposts along that journey. They should be a helpful compass. So there is no other way around it. We need to be doing because when it comes to learning anything in life from dancing to rocket science to the philosophy of life you just need to actually put in the work and there are no shortcuts i mean even if you get guidance or have a teacher that advice will not be worth anything if you don't put enough effort yourself because i recently realized that in my own case advice is always realized through experience through doing although we will need guidance and assistance and mentorship and I highly recommend you seek all those things I think we need to figure out life on our own for example suppose I tell you to wear sunscreen I mean it's great advice and you may even be inspired to wear sunscreen after finishing the episode However, you will probably go out and get burned to a crisp multiple times before you actually realize on your own that wearing sunscreen is always a good idea. You know, as the old saying goes, you can lead a horse to water, but you cannot make him drink. Even if you have great teachers and great shortcuts, if you don't put enough effort in that journey, you will not reach the destination and you will not learn so focusing and obsessing over the destination is unhealthy and makes everything so much less enjoyable and it can actually prevent you from properly learning the thing and reaching that destination so now let's actually take all of the things that i talked about here and conclude them and talk about how to actually turn this destination-based mindset to a one that focuses on the journey and appreciates the process. And I think the first thing that you should do is slow down, be present and notice how you are feeling about the journey itself. I mean, what are you trying to accomplish and what do you need to do daily or weekly or monthly in order to accomplish that? Then think about, do you even like it? And are you willing to stick to it and consistently put in the work and is it sustainable for your mental well-being and your physical well-being because sometimes we are just so focused on the destination that we overlook the fact that we actually hate doing the thing and we think about well wanting to get a six-pack but we actually hate going to the gym and we forget that there is a different scenario and we don't have to go to the gym if we want to get that six-pack but just because we were blinded by our obsession over the destination we just overlooked the fact that there are other ways so before you do anything just slow down be present notice what you are doing and if it even makes sense 
And then I would say the second thing, if you decided that you actually do want to do the thing and you want to stick to that journey, the biggest piece of advice that I have for you is to make the process more fun and make the journey enjoyable. Find ways in which you can enjoy the uneventful and fall in love with the little things. Because like I said, when it comes to running, I keep using the example of running, but let's stick to that. If you want to be a runner and that journey is running, and if you want to do it sustainably and consistently for months and years to come you need to find ways in which you can actually love it you know listen to a podcast or find a new route or find a running buddy i have actually made a whole episode about how to get into running and how to make it more enjoyable so you can scroll down the feed and find that episode but there are ways in which you can fall in love with that journey you just need to slow down accept that I'm not rushing to any kind of destination. I have all the time that I need. And think about how you can make that process more fun. And then another thing that I would say is important is we need to let go of the illusion that there is just only one way to get to that destination. And let go of that scenario that we often unconsciously have in our heads. For example, becoming a doctor. If you want to become a doctor and you have that as your destination, you don't necessarily have to have the grades that you think you have to have. And you don't have to go to that university. You can get into another one. And if you fail, where there are private universities and maybe they are expensive, but there are multiple ways in which you can get to that destination. So if you let go of these steps, let go of that scenario, you will most likely also let go of the rush to perform these steps as quickly as you can. If you realize that there are more ways to get to that destination and if you fail, it's okay. There, You can always start again and it will be okay. I think then you can become more patient with yourself and be kinder to yourself and therefore you will be less stressed and you will enjoy the uneventful and the boring and you will enjoy the journey more because you can still accomplish what you wanted to accomplish. It simply might be in a different way than you used to think it would be. And my last advice for how to let go of the obsession over the destination and falling in love with the journey is to be more kind to yourself. As cheesy as it sounds, we need to be more compassionate towards ourselves. And we need to let go of the myth that we are not enough until we reach that goal, that destination. Because I think very often why we obsess over the noun and being the actor and being the guitar player and being the runner and being the person who has a six-pack is just simply because we think that we are not enough right now and we need to be these kind of people just to be enough. And I think just because we are uncomfortable in the way we are right now, we are just rushing 
to that destination and just want to get there as quickly as possible because right now we are not enough. But I'm here to say that even if it's three years later and you still have not learned to play the guitar and if you still don't have the six pack, I am here to say you are still enough and it's okay. I mean, I can't tell you how many things over even the past year or two I have tried to pick up and learn and I failed and it's okay. And at the end of the day, even if you reach that destination that you always wanted to reach, but you were uncomfortable and you thought that you are not enough before you reached that destination, the fact that you reached it is not going to change anything. And as cliche or as cheesy as it sounds, you need to remember that you are enough. And you don't need to rush and become an X, Y, and Z person to feel better about yourself because that will not change anything. So slow down and rethink why you wanted to reach that destination in the first place. So these have been my recent thoughts about, well, the journey versus the destination and this has stemmed from just my own thoughts and my own problems and my own analysis of just my approach to the things that I'm doing and you know I'm still in the first half of my life I mean you know hopefully (laughs) Um, so this is not coming from any false delusion of intellectual magnificence or any personal realization of enlightenment To be honest, this is simply a compilation of other people's discoveries and my own insights from my own discoveries and my own journey of, well, the thing we call life, I guess. So I hope that it is or was helpful and that you can relate to what I talked about here if you have any thoughts about basically anything that I've talked about today please let me know on Instagram it's at beingbetter.pod or you can send us an email it's at podcast.beingbetter at gmail.com and because this episode has been quite long already My insight of the week is just going to be very, very short. And it's a quote by Ram Dass that I have recently been pondering. And that quote is that if you think you are enlightened, then spend a week with your family. And well, right now, as I said, I am on vacation with my family. And it has been, well, um, I just, I have to say that I have recently realized how true these words are just in my case at least and I can practice meditation and I can read so many books about psychology and spirituality and self-development and health and at the end of the day your family always knows how to push you and push all the right buttons and you can become you know angry and shouty and just I can become so mean when it comes to my family. I I mean, I would say that on a daily basis, I'm a pretty nice and kind person. 
But I don't know, spending a lot of time with my family in the same room when we are close together just makes me kind of, I don't know, nasty and makes me forget about being zen, being present, not being reactive to everything and being more stoic and understanding that some things are just not under my control. And when I am with my family, I don't know, I just forget all of these things. And I have tried to think about why that is and I cannot really seem to find the reason why. I mean, I guess one of the reasons is one of, something that I talked about in whoa, well, one of the first episodes, I think. And that was that we have different personalities with different people and that these personalities rarely change over the years. So the person you were with your family you know, a bratty teenager and an angsty, you know, kid, this will not really change. And when you come back and meet with those people again, you can come back to that first personality that you developed when while getting to know them. So that is my, you know, one hypothesis, but maybe I'm wrong. If you have any ideas, please let me know. But I have just thought that it's a, it's a quote that I have uh, recently found relatable and I'm trying to work on that. But yeah, thank you so much for listening to my episode. Thank you so much for listening to this insight. I love you all. You look great today. You are such a good person. And when you smile, you make the whole world seem so much brighter. So please do smile again right now for me. I am just feeling it right now. It's so, so warming. So thank you so much. And I will speak to you in the next one. is edited and produced by Julia Spohr. If you want to learn more, visit the website attached in the episode description or visit our Instagram page, which you can find in the episode description or at beingbetter.pod. If you want to support the show, there are a couple of ways to do that. The first one, the best one, and the most effective one is just to tell your friends, your family, your enemies, and just people who you think might enjoy the show that you like it and why they might like it as well. You can also share it on your social media platforms. Another way to support us is to write a review, rate, and subscribe to the podcast because that helps with the algorithm and that helps new listeners find the show as well. Thank you so much for listening to this episode and I will speak to you in the next one.